0: Hey guys, it's uh, James Fuller here, my student's favorite movie, episode four, and this is a very special episode today because me and Alex here are going to talk about his favorite movie, and I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of it, but uh, Alex, why don't you um, tell him what your favorite movie is?
1: My favorite movie is Jurassic Park, the original, first ever Jurassic yeah. Park something i grew up with i think i was either four or five when i first saw it and during that time i was huge into dinosaurs as i'm sure we all were when we were kids and well pretty much there's a lot of reasons why i love it one of them is if you know me which a lot of my friends do even today i'm a huge fan of dinosaurs and prehistoric creatures And I always said something when I was little, whenever my mom or my grandmother was on the phone, she was like, what was it that you wanted to be? And I would say, paleontologist. And I always wanted to learn more about dinosaurs and find my own dinosaur fossil and pretty much find my own dinosaur. So a movie based off of bringing back dinosaurs in a theme park immediately got my attention and I fell in love with it. And So
0: so you were interested in dinosaurs before the movie?
1: Oh, I was,
0: (laughs) when I was a baby,
1: I've always been into dinosaurs. Even today, I'm still into them. That's so cool. And you mentioned the music. Oh, the music. It's amazing. Pretty much. It's like, it's so soothing and calming. It shows elegance, pride, love, and almost royalty. Like, showing how elegant the dinosaurs were.
0: It's just so beautiful. Like, there's kind of this is a weird word, but there's kind of like a majesty to the score at times. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I get what you mean. When you say elegant, some people probably think that's a weird word to use for music and dinosaurs, but I totally get it. Yeah.
1: Like, there's some parts where it gets like low and deep and scary, kind of like it's meant for carnivores if you know what carnivores means like meat-eating dinosaurs like the t Rex, the velociraptors and there's some some parts where it's like nice and soothing like you saw the movie right recently
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: you know the part where the brachiosaurus first shows up and like the music gets all like right royal and soothing kind of like that's meant for herbivores yeah like it's meant for herbivores like the plant eaters
0: That's just, it's John Williams, man. He, if you watch the, you know, Harry Potter movies or Star Wars, it's the same thing. He knows exactly how to fit that mood.
1: Actually, uh, while me and, uh, while I was waiting for, uh, like for it to hit two so we can do this, me and my grandmother were actually, uh, listening to some of the music and we stumbled upon some Star Wars music and it just, I'm going to go a little bit into my, uh, past here for a minute. Go back for it, in man. middle school, back in middle school, when I first started getting into the band, I fell in love with a certain instrument, the trumpet. My dad played it. My pop up played it. It's just like a lineage to play the trumpet, right? And uh, one of the movie, well, not movies, oh, one of the songs we played was Jurassic Park, and I loved it. As soon as a uh, Mr. Smith, which was who my band teacher was, said we were doing Jurassic Park. I was like, yes! <laughs> just got so excited. And eventually, when it was a time to go into high school, I fell into the marching band with Mr. Oob. And right. it was so much fun just playing such a powerful, yet beautiful instrument.
0: Yeah, it's one of those... I mean, I'm a musician as well, and I'm sure you know this, but trumpet is so cool because it is kind of like a tenor instrument. It's an upper register oh, yeah. instrument, but at the same time, it has that power that you get from like a trombone or, a, or maybe a sax or something like that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I, yeah, I don't know if you're probably the first person to come on the show. I mean, I guess other than Addie because hers was a musical but you're the first person to come on the show and actually talk about the music, so I think that's awesome.
1: It's just so... When you got a movie with a good like producer for music, it just immediately becomes something special.
0: Yeah, and well, it's just so cool that as a kid, you just became mesmerized by the the music in this movie, and then you got to kind of create that yourself for people oh
1: yeah i'm pretty sure even in my toy box i still have one of the toys i had when i was little i used to have this little uh, t rex right (laughs) yeah and i always had it whenever i would watch Jurassic park or whenever like something dinosaur related would come on i would run to my room grab a dinosaur toy and come back and just sit in front of the tv and just watch it i'm pretty sure i had like eight or ten dinosaur
0: movies for sure well when when this came out I mean I was like four years old about when this came out and I remember seeing it when I was a when kid did it come out
1: 1993
0: yeah so I was you know I was kind of just old enough to see movies so it was probably one of the first movies I saw oh, yeah. and I I was all in on Jurassic Park I had probably a dozen Jurassic Park toys just I was crazy about it this movie has been in my life. Probably, I mean, since, yeah, I was probably the same age you were when I saw it. So that's, that's funny.
1: Yeah. But something I definitely saw that still had dinosaurs in it that I loved before I watched Jurassic Park. Cause I'm pretty sure my mom wouldn't let a three or a two year old watch Jurassic Park. Land Before Time was something I used to watch before Jurassic Park. And oh, oh wow, too. I used to love it.
0: There's so many of them. How many Land Before Time movies yeah. are there? I, this is... This is a complete uh, tangent we're going off on, but I I have to know. I don't even know. There's how many are there? Franchise. There's 14. We here? 14. That is crazy. Yeah. This is weird. The, the 13th one came out in 07, and then there was a nine-year break until they came out with the 14th wow. in 2016. <laughs> oh Wow. That's but just something crazy. I wanted
1: to mention. This is your fourth episode, right? Yeah, that is honestly ironic. You want to know why? Yeah, yeah, four is my lucky number.
0: That's oh, this is gonna be a good episode.
1: <laughs> my grandmother and mom recently found out why four was my lucky number because I was born in April, which is the fourth month, 14, right? Close enough to four because that's a four eight on 2004, at I believe 1245. So there's four fours in my. My birthday.
0: Huh. Wow. So it's like,
1: it's a lucky number for me.
0: This is, uh, they call that synchronicity. That's what this is. Synchronicity. So you said it came out in 1993. And uh, yep. the, I, I, I always ask people when they come on the show, I go on Rotten Tomatoes and I, I check the critics Score and then I check the actual audience score, which just anybody can vote on. Oh, yeah, and it's they're both out of a hundred, right? So hundred would be a perfect score. Like I think Toy Story yeah. two has a perfect score or something. Jurassic
1: Park like got a ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah, and the audience score is exactly the same. Yeah, shows that's a kind good of movie. Rare. It's a really good movie, so that tells you that it was good when it came out and it still holds up. Oh yeah, which I guess we'll talk about later.
1: Being honest, I think after this, I might watch Jurassic Park.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of these movies, um, I go to rewatch them and I've seen them before. Like Sometimes I'm kind of in the mood to watch it, but usually I just kind of have to watch it for the podcast. But this movie, I was excited.
1: One thing I recently found out that I did not know when I was little, but Samuel L. Jackson
0: was in it right i every time i see it i forget and then i see him and you go oh yeah him yeah like he just
1: looks so young like i was surprised right. that that was samuel L. jackson
0: yeah and he has a pretty i mean it's a pretty small role too it's he's on there yeah. for maybe five if to i'm 10 correct minutes. the
1: reason uh his role was so small is because uh there was a hurricane or a storm on the island that they were shooting at and samuel L. jackson couldn't get there for the rest of the shooting
0: interesting yeah because i he was already pretty famous when this came out yeah you know he had been in a few movies it he wasn't at peak levels yet like he pulp fiction hadn't come out but still
1: yeah
0: he was getting up there uh yeah a lot of a lot of famous actors in this movie and it was reviewed very well so, I guess we can get into the awards, and it's funny you mentioned Samuel Jackson, because the first award is the Hannah Montana the Climb, Climb award. award, which is for the actor who kind of had the biggest career after who the movie the came out. Yeah. And my, my my choice for that, I guess, impulsively was sam L. I but- I was thinking either like
1: Samuel Jackson or- uh. Oh, of course I just forget his name. Uh, Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I need to... Let me open up his his filmography real quick. I know he was already a little bit famous. Oh, yeah. Because of The Fly, which...
1: Yeah, was because me weird. and my grandmother were talking about like who would benefit the most, and I brought up Jeff Goldblum, and... My grandmother didn't really know exactly, like, a whole lot who Jeff Goldman was. But then I mentioned The Fly, and she was like, Oh, yeah, I remember a uh, granddaddy taking me to see that, and I couldn't eat the popcorn when I was watching it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Why is that? Crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, I, I would say this was kind of the prime of his career, right? Because it's Independence Day, wasn't out yet. Oh, yeah. This was sort of his, like, pinnacle. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of actors that had good careers after this, but both of them for sure. Um, most definitely next award. My team is dead. The overacting award. And there's probably a lot for this, but what did you, what did you get for this one?
1: I put Laura Dern mainly because like all the faces she made, the screams she (laughs) did and quotes, how could she not get it?
0: That's a really good one. Um When... See, I I, I said Wayne Knight, but whenever I see him, oh, I think Dennis of him Nedry. as Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> when I... That scene where he is in the rain... Uh, oh, and his car gets Jeep stuck? Wrecks, his reactions are just so over the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just... He's going crazy. This raptor or whatever it is is out here and he's he's just oh 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 my gosh oh. <laughs> I would
1: have I would have gave it to him because uh near the beginning uh he's like Dobson Dobson we got Dobson here
0: Oh right Well oh that's the that's the meme right Yeah. Let me see cares meme yeah <laughs> see nobody cares <laughs> yeah, every time I'm, i watch it now i think about
1: that whenever i see a watch a movie or see a video and i always see a part in it to where like people take it out and make it a meme just like oh my god that that's from that
0: right like yeah, say i'm watching can. star
1: wars and then i hear the wilhelm scream
0: yeah or uh Well, as soon as you said Star Wars, I immediately thought of the higher ground, the high ground meme. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the best. That's how you judge movies is which movies have the best memes. (laughs) Uh, Uh, And then kind of related to that is the Crocodile Tears Award for just the most unrealistic acting, which I don't know. That's kind of tough for this one. What do you think?
1: I put Wayne Knight whenever he saw the Dilophosaurus. It's pretty much the one that uh, sends out the frills and spits acid, which actually, fun fact, the Dilophosaurus never actually spits acid. Jurassic Park made up the fact that it spits acid. Really? Yep. But uh, when he first sees the Dilophosaurus, yeah, he freaks out. But then he gets a stick and like tries to make it go fetch it like a dog. And then yeah. after that, he says, no wonder you're extinct. Like any normal person (laughs) would probably run and hide if they saw that instead of taking a stick and treating it like a dog.
0: So, so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He definitely you. you, As soon as you see him on the screen at the beginning of the movie, you think, yeah, this guy's he's going (laughs) to (laughs) die. It's one
1: of those times where like, oh, yep, he's going to die first.
0: Right. Um. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of weird acting in this movie. The I thought the kids actually were very believable. Oh um, yeah.
1: I was impressed by the uh, kids acting.
0: Yeah, they're really good. I don't know if they did movies after this, but um that's not something I looked into, I probably should.
1: I think they should um, be getting dressing part 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to look at that while we're talking. So, the this is the crazy one to me for the what could have been award. Now, maybe you've got some actors that you were thinking oh, about. Oh, I have a dream for that. Go for it.
1: I said Arnold Schwarzenegger as imagine this as like a guard or employee, like instead of a flat fat employee that's easy that's lazy and eats everything, aka Dennis Nedry, who was played by Wayne Knight. It was like Arnold. And like say they're all running away, right? Then out of yeah. nowhere, Arnold just comes out of nowhere and just sucker punches a T Rex or a Raptor right in the face and just fights him off. Uh oh! While they all run, <laughs> just I know that it wouldn't be exactly a Jurassic Park movie if someone just came out of nowhere and just started fighting dinos, but that would be like an amazing spinoff or like a different series.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. Turning, turning Jurassic Park into the Predator. <laughs> Lord, like go, go, get out of here. Get to the car. <laughs> I'll get hold after.
0: off. Yeah. If it bleeds, <laughs> we can kill it. I'm looking at the filmography for the the boy. Evidently, he was in the social network. Really? Yeah, he ha- he, and he was in Bohemian Rhapsody as uh, the bass player. Oh, cool. That's so John Deacon. Yeah. Who knew? Anyway, so there was one actor that was asked to be Alan Grant, which is the the Sam Neill, like the major male role in the movie. You know, he's the paleontologist. Yeah. Sam Neill was not originally supposed to be the guy. Do you know who was originally asked to be Dr. Alan Grant?
1: I don't think I do.
0: Oh, so I'll give you a guess. He's worked with Spielberg before this. Hmm.
1: Let me think.
0: More famous than Sam Neill. Really? Oh, Yeah.
1: I have too many actors on my mind. You might have to tell me.
0: So he's known for a, a a role in a in a Spielberg movie. That's maybe I don't know if it's his most famous movie, but it some people would say it's his most famous movie. It's an older older Spielberg. Older Spielberg movie. And actually, I think he's. He's not a paleontologist in the role but he's kind of a kind of paleontologist in a way I don't know why but
1: jaws came to my mind for a second
0: oh he's more famous than anybody in Jaws
1: I give up you gotta tell me
0: you're gonna you're gonna be mad when I tell you um, Indiana Jones Harrison Ford really? Yeah, yeah. He was he wow. was asked to do it. Huh? So how do you do do you think that's a good movie if he's in that role? It would
1: definitely be an interesting movie, I can tell you that. I
0: can I can honestly see it. I wouldn't have thought about it, but I can see it. Yeah. Um I do feel though there's a lot of carryover between him and Jeff Goldblum. Because Jeff Goldblum in this movie is the uh, this is a terrible idea guy. And I feel yeah. like Harrison Ford is also that guy in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. or, I don't know. Maybe in Indiana Jones he is. That's the only, uh, I was looking at the castings. That's the only one that, oh, Jim Carrey apparently was going to be. Jim Carrey. In, oh, wow. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they got Jeff Goldblum for Ian Malcolm.
0: I think yeah, I think if you do Jim Carrey, this turns into a comedy.
1: Yeah, Jurassic Park does have some funny scenes, but I prefer it more of an action and movie like that instead of just a full comedy.
0: Right. Yeah. Because if it's, it's Jim
1: Carrey, I could see like the scene towards it. like, look, it's a T Rex. We better not get too close.
0: Yeah, it is he's Jeff Goldblum is funny, but he's not ha-ha funny like Jim Carrey is. Yeah. It would have been too too comedic. Too funny. So, Alex, what's the most quotable line?
1: Oh, definitely, Welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah.
0: With the music, right? Oh, yeah. There's two two scenes in this movie that give me chills. It's when they do the approach with the helicopter... For the first time, and then at the oh, yeah. end, when the T Rex is roaring and the the uh, Jurassic the Park banner, banner yeah, right? the banner comes
1: down, and it says, "When dinosaurs
0: roam the earth, it's crazy, chills every time."
1: I got two uh, quotes. Obviously, the "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and when uh, Sam L says, "Hold on to your butts," yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, life finds a way.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: There's so many good quotes in this movie.
1: All the Jurassic Parks are so good. But in my opinion, I think the third Jurassic Park is probably the worst, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's <laughs> out there. <laughs> it's Jurassic just Park not... 1,
1: an old favorite. Jurassic Park 2, a little bit more of Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah, 2 was very watchable.
1: Jurassic Park three, they could have done a lot better. Then you got the new ones, Jurassic World. When they when they introduced Chris Pratt,
0: yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and talk about what did you think about Jurassic World while we're just kind of on that.
1: Jurassic World, the first time I saw it, it was they introduced so many new things. Yeah, the fact that they can train raptors,
0: right, and then the Chris uh, Chris Pratt having a favorite.
1: Oh, the Indominus Rex! Oh, yeah. Right. The fact that when I first watched it, I was wondering what they meant by hybrid. I mean, obviously know what it meant, but this is the first time they ever introduced hybrids.
0: Well, it was and wasn't it this cocktail of all these deadly carnivori- carnivorous dinosaurs?
1: The Indominus Rex was a hybrid. Let me see if I can remember it. I'm about to nerd out. It's
0: I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's part raptor, part T-Rex. Squid.
1: Oh yeah, part raptor, part T-Rex, part squid, part yeah. frog, and uh, I can't really remember what else, but it was a deadly combination.
0: Sure. Um, and you, and I guess you saw fallen, fallen Kingdom. Yeah.
1: That's actually the only Jurassic Park movie I haven't seen yet. I've seen a lot of scenes from it, but I yeah. haven't fully watched it.
0: I... I didn't watch it when it came out. I saw it the other day because I was curious, and it's, you know, it's it's all right. You'll probably like it. It's not as good as Jurassic World because it's yeah. just sort of a re. It's a redo. Yeah. Um. But, but I know there
1: is a new hybrid, the Indoraptor.
0: Yeah, it was. You know, it's the same thing. Just smaller. And right. More smart. Yeah, it's it's not anything. You you're gonna like it. It's it's fine. It's a good yeah. movie. There's a third one coming out in 2021. <laughs>
1: oh boy! But I do know something that one of my favorite dinosaurs actually shows up in it for once, for the first time. Carnotaurus. Oh yeah. It's a little dinosaur with the horns on top, kind of small and barely has any arms. Huh.
0: You're you're big into dinosaurs, I can tell.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Every single time uh, I go into a science class, I say, "Hey, if there's anything about dinosaurs you need to know, I'm your guy."
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. People should watch this movie with you if they have questions. Oh yeah. Um so we were talking about the new ones, but going back to the original, what has aged the worst of the out of this movie?
1: what's aged the worst the way i pretty much put it is like what was amazing then but it's gotten worse over time right
0: right yeah what what was fine at the time but now it's kind of like oh you watch it and in 2020 it's it could be it could be special effects it could be in my
1: opinion people may get upset but i thought it was the acting
0: really i
1: loved the acting and dress part and as time went on i kind of think yeah. it's gotten more like fake in my opinion like too into it
0: you think movies now people expect a little bit more dramatic acting and not this yeah. sort of like ooh dinosaurs whoa
1: yeah That's like fair. expect people to be like cautious and worried instead of like oh, look at that <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, I, I think to me, maybe this is what you're talking about, but when I, when I see it, it's kind of like these people are seeing dinosaurs for the first time in their lives. Right. And obviously they look surprised and wowed and amazed, but I just, I, I see them and I'm thinking, okay, your jaw should be on the floor. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah oh, right? it's like the only time you ever get to see dinosaurs today is in museums and they're only bone exactly but you get this chance to go to an island and see a real dinosaur living and breathing like you won't be sure. like oh my god look it's a dinosaur
0: no you'll be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> exactly right you should the, the someone should pass out one of the kids should just faint
1: oh yeah Right. See, but then you go into Jurassic World, and they have, for crying out loud, they have dinosaur petting zoos where you can ride a baby
0: Triceratops. <laughs> I did enjoy that part of the new one where it's in. You know, time has passed, and the wow factor has worn off a little bit. That was easier for me to believe because you're in yeah. this alternate reality where it's like a zoo. Yeah. So, what's age the best? age of the best yeah yeah what holds up the best today like if you release this movie today what's the things in the movie that people don't realize it's 30 years old music Mm. music will always be the best that timeless john williams score do you think the special effects hold up
1: oh the special effects they were amazing
0: most movies from that time that try to do this it doesn't really hold up now like you can tell it's fake now back then it was almost yeah. I think this one does I I really think I still believe it
1: it actually won awards for best visual effects sure I, mean, I can I can see why
0: <laughs> it's it's really weird though cuz you know, Avatar came out almost 10 years ago. Have you seen Avatar? I have. And when that movie came out, I remember going to the theater, see it, and I was just thinking, these are the most amazing effects I've ever seen. Like, this is the most accurate, realistic. And now you watch it, and it's kind of like, eh, it's Okay. Yeah, but with the
1: Jurassic Park, every single time you watch it, you're like, this looks so real. Yeah.
0: And I think it's because a lot of it is animatronics, right? It's not yeah. actually computers.
1: Uh, the dinosaurs were created with groundbreaking computer-generated imagery.
0: But I, I know a lot of like the raptors in the T-Rex, um, a lot of those shots, aren't they actually machines that have the paint? Oh yeah,
1: most of them are uh, life-size animatronics.
0: Right, right. So it's not all computer done.
1: No. If I'm correct, uh, the most famous animatronic scene was, uh, you know the part where the, the T-Rex uh, broke out and it was raining? right. Yeah. And where you got one of the most famous shots where it was roaring? That was actually an animatronic.
0: I thought so. That's. I think that's why it holds up, because you can't have this dated-looking CGI if it's not even CGI.
1: Yeah, because every single time you watch Jurassic World or Jurassic World Earth, Fallen Kingdom, that's all CGI, if I'm correct.
0: Oh, I'm sure it is, yeah. If then well, you look now, back at you
1: know. Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3, I guess. You got amazing animatronics.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's so funny, because if you actually watch Jurassic Park and think about it, you don't see the dinosaurs that often in the movie, but you feel like you are. Oh yeah, it's so clever uh, how they did that. Uh, budget for the movie was sixty three million dollars. Wow. But it made a billion, so. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Billion dollars back in 93. Ooh. How much did Titanic make? Titanic was 97. 2 billion. 2.1. Wow. That's crazy. 200 million dollar budget. That's so why? So Jurassic Park, 63 million, and Titanic was 200 million. What Whoa. whoa, whoa. How, how did they spend that on a movie about a boat? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's weird. I'm going to have to read up on that sometime. Uh, so the last category is the five-word pitch. You have to sell us the movie in five words.
1: It's kind of like. Blunt, I guess, but I put action, dinosaurs, thrill, suspense, and excitement.
0: Just like straight to the point, you're going to be as descriptive as possible. I like it.
1: I'm like the person where it's like, okay, if you want to watch this, if you're going to watch this movie, I'm going to tell you five things right now. It's action filled, <laughs> filled with dinosaurs. It's a thrill, full of suspense, and complete excitement. They makes They sense. want to know. They want to know. I'm going to tell them straight out.
0: You are a good salesman for this movie.
1: <laughs> Anything about dinosaurs I'm down for?
0: Like, I, yeah, A couple of people have come on the podcast and they said, well, you know, it's nostalgic for me. Maybe it's not the best movie. You're on here saying this movie is great.
1: Because <laughs> it is. I... <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I agree. It It is. I mean, it is a modern classic, right? It, I mean, I guess at this point it's just a classic.
1: You want some interesting? Jurassic Park almost took a backseat. Uh, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, how do you pronounce it? Schindler's List.
0: Schindler's List. Yeah.
1: Yes, it almost took a backseat to that.
0: Well, Schindler's List is a good movie. Very different movie than this. Oh yeah. I like this. Is the the definition of a blockbuster movie? Oh yeah. Right. This kind of it's set also the...
1: one of those movies where it's like you'll be able to watch it anytime with it being so old. It's one of those movies where it's like, yeah, even in like 2025, you'll still be able to watch it and fall in love with it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. It, that's it's not gonna ever look like it doesn't belong on your TV. It was. I'm reading here. It was the highest grossing film of all time when it was released. And then, of course, Titanic beat it.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure Titanic beat a lot
0: of movies. For sure. Yeah, I don't know if... I guess... What is the timeline of (laughs) highest-grossing movies? So, it was Titanic in, in 98, and then 2010 it was Avatar... And then in 2019, the record was broken again. Do you know what movie?
1: Uh, 2019 movies. Uh, Let's see.
0: Yeah, this was last year. A movie finally broke the record that Avatar set. Didn't break it by much.
1: Give me a hint and I can probably figure it out.
0: I'm surprised actually looking at this. Uh, It's a Marvel movie.
1: Oh, Marvel. Oh. I was going to say Godzilla or something. <laughs> Let's see. Marvel movie. What came out in 2019? It's the
0: the Marvel movie. The Marvel movie. Hmm. Let's see. What was the last Marvel uh, movie that that came out? The big one.
1: Oh, last one uh yeah. Endgame, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. It was game.
1: Yeah, I thought so.
0: This is a pretty crazy list to look at. Uh, 1976, Jaws set the record. Steven Spielberg. Ooh, 19, one. 1983, E.T., also Spielberg.
1: Another good movie.
0: He has really been on this list for many times.
1: Spielberg is just an amazing person with movies.
0: Oh, I love Spielberg.
1: Oh, here's another fun fact. A King Kong ride inspired Spielberg's original plan for building the dinosaurs. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, do you know who Chip Kidd is?
0: Uh, I feel like I've heard the name, but no. Uh, Chip
1: Kidd is actually behind the iconic logo for Jurassic Park.
0: Huh. Yeah, I know Michael Crichton wrote the book, and... He got paid like half a million dollars to adapt it.
1: Yeah. I actually have read the book, but I've never owned it. Hmm. That's what I need to do. Get the Jurassic Park book.
0: I feel like I read the book in high school. I can't really remember, but I feel like I did. If
1: I'm correct, they actually have the book uh, at the uh, school, don't they?
0: Oh, I'm sure they do.
1: Pretty sure I've seen it going around two times. It's a
0: popular book. It's a really good book, too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's pretty much, that's all the awards. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I love talking about this movie. I could talk about it all day. Um,
1: <laughs> I could talk about it for hours and hours.
0: Any other like every
1: single little detail I love.
0: Yeah, because you seem to have a lot of knowledge about this movie. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you feel like is interesting before we wrap up?
1: Uh let's see. Sorry if I forgot, but did I go into the reason why I love the music?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We started with that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, did I talk about how me and my grandmother... Uh... We're just listening to some of the music and we stumbled through Star Wars music and Jurassic Park music and how it made me. How it made memories flow through my head about, uh, Marching Band and all my teachers.
0: So, so you're one of those people that you will, like, hear music from your past and it will actually give you memories. Oh, yeah. From the past.
1: You got the Jurassic Park theme song makes me remember, uh, when I was a kid in middle school and high school. Marching band.
0: Huh. That's pretty... That's pretty cool. I mean, music is a big part of my life, too. So I... I get that. And I've always thought this this movie just had awesome music, so...
1: Ironically enough, I have a keyboard. It's uh, sitting by my bed, actually. But... Yeah. Recently, I've actually been trying to learn the entire Jurassic Park theme song. On piano. Oh, yeah.
0: It's such a good theme. It's iconic. Like, you hear it and you know what it is immediately.
1: Oh, yeah. You hear the little French horns playing in the beginning. You, the first thing that pops in your head is, oh, something's about to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm a I'm just such a big John Williams fan. His son, uh Joseph Williams was the voice, the singing voice of Simba in The Lion King and he's also the singer for uh Toto that uh most people know them for that Africa song.
1: God bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know his son is a pretty famous singer, but he is. Huh. Well, this has been really fun um before you go alex uh is there is there another movie that you would want to do at any point like another favorite that you had to put on the back burner because this was your real favorite
1: if i could do another one be it it's a horror franchise but it's another one of my favorites that's Sadly, it hasn't really been made again until 2018. Friday the 13th. That was a mm. favorite movie of mine growing up.
0: Yeah, we haven't done a, a horror movie yet, so that could be interesting to do at some point.
1: And the fact that I own a Friday the 13th mask. Friday the 13th is it's an interesting franchise. It's
0: For sure. Something. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Yeah, well, that could be fun. Uh, maybe we can do that one at some point. So I'll keep it in mind. Hopefully.
1: Well, it's great to be on here.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. I I love this movie, so it was a blast.
1: Blast of the past.
0: Ah uh-huh. ha! <laughs> All right, well, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Hope you go watch Jurassic Park now and see the dinosaurs. Maybe hum the theme along with Alex somewhere. And uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next time on My Student's Favorite Movie.